0: I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Coyote. No, No, I will I will let you talk. Coyote, I, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kyoday. That's why more and more Legotians are tuning in. Half a million Legotians. 720,000. 970,000. Over one million Legotians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezequasili And these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. If you are listening to us for the first time, congratulations. You are in great company. One million Lagosians listen to this show. One million Lagosians cannot be wrong. Thank you for joining them and tuning in. I have a great show for you, starting with the Big Three Global Edition. Let's talk about Nigeria withdrawing from international basketball for two years over the NBBF crisis. Then let's talk about Sri Lanka's Prime Minister resigning over nationwide protests. And then let's talk about Elon Musk's plans after buying Twitter if he still buys it, <laughs> at three forty-five, Ayobe will be here with ideas. At four o'clock, i will be here with Public Square, and after that, musical moments with Ifanyi and Sam will take the air from six p.m. Expect news, business, sports at the top of the hour, every hour. But let's get started with the big one. Well, the big three, really. <laughs> Global Edition. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Why are there two factional Nigeria basketball federations? Why do politicians in some countries, but not in others, resign in shame? Will Elon Musk back out of acquiring Twitter? the big three global edition Lagos let's talk today is the day we let Nigeria rest and we take on the biggest stories from around the world but on some days like today a Nigerian story is a global story president Buhari has pulled Nigeria out of international basketball for the next two years that's our first story he took this decision because of an eight-year crisis in the administration of basketball which the sports ministry could not resolve the nigeria basketball federation nbbf is the body that runs basketball in the country it's like the nff for football or the afn for athletics this body the nbbf is the only one recognized by FIBA, the global body, and the International Olympic Committee. But there's a problem with NBBF. The problem is there are two NBBFs. Earlier this year, two factions held two separate elections and produced two separate ESCOs. One of those ESCOs is recognized by FIBA and the IOC. In fact, FIBA sent a representative to their ESCO election in Benin City this year. But the other ESCO seems to be recognized by the Nigerian Ministry of Sports. Now, each of these ESCOs is insisting that they are the real one. And the other one is falsely parading itself. And this problem did not start with this year's election. Like I said it's been going on for about 8 years and what is puzzling most basketball journalists and analysts and fans is the government's decision to pull out international pull out of international uh competition for 2 years the statement said quote government intends to utilize this period to break uh, this, this period of break to address all contentious issues among stakeholders the terms of reference and membership of the interim management committee will be announced in due course end quote so the government is going to set up this interim management committee to run basketball in the country, and it's going to use this two-year self-imposed exile to set up this IMC and also to settle the disputes between these two factions. But while that is going on, Lagos, Nigerian basketball players and teams will miss out on global action for two years so let me tell you some of the tournaments that they will be forced to miss men's World Cup qualifying, the women's World Cup, the Commonwealth Games, Afro Basket women, that's like the AFCON of basketball, the men's World Cup. These tournaments were going to be forced to miss it because we exiled ourselves. The Basketball Africa League uh, is also another tournament. That's like the Champions League of African Basketball where top clubs from different countries um, come to play. We already missed the last one. Our national champion was um, uh, Rivers Hoppers. They were supposed to go to the BAL, uh, but this uh, uh, factional crisis stopped them. Now, even before we crown our next national champion, we now know that... They won't go to BAL. So the question is, must the players and fans suffer while this crisis is being resolved? Also, bear in mind, Nigeria is at risk of being banned by FIBA because of this pullout. Because FIBA Charter says that member federations should not accept government interference. And here we have a government ordering the federation to pull out of international competition. Now, whenever this comes up, supporters of governments usually shout that government is supreme in its own home country. But you have to remember that the MBBF signed the FIBA Charter. It reminds me of all of the... Conversations we often have about ECOWAS Court and all of the charters that Nigeria signs on to. Nobody forces them to sign these charters. They voluntarily agreed to abide by the rules. And one of the rules is don't let government interfere. Another rule says that a member federation must take part in all tournaments it is eligible for. So this voluntary pullout is a violation. The other question is, what are these factions gaining by letting this dispute get to this point? Lagos, I want to have this conversation with you. So tell me, why haven't these two admins, the admins, the execs uh, in the Nigerian uh, Basketball Federation, been able to resolve their dispute? Why are there two factions of the NBBF? Why is the ministry recognising one faction while FIBA and IOC are recognising the other one? And do you think that pulling out of international basketball for two years will solve anything? We're on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. We're also uh, on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is OHO 959 75805. Give us a call 0700 993 993 993. 0700 993 993 993. That's for men. Women, call us on 01465 7190. 01465 7190. And what What's actually doing my head in about this thing is that Shebe, we just, uh, we're, we're currently champions. Nobiso. Nigeria's the Tigers and the Tigress are currently enjoying like our best spell in international basketball. We're winning titles. We're qualifying for big tournaments. So how does this make sense? How does pulling us out of of Tournaments for two years. This man won't even be president in a few months. How does this make sense? Does it make sense to you? Maybe it does. 01465 Hello, how are you? Thanks for calling.
1: Yeah, my name is Ruben from the other. Welcome, Ruben. Yeah, this M- this MBBS problem has been going on for long mm-hmm. and it's very, very horrible. And the son of President Buari to remove Nigeria from uh, from the world, and this thing is very, very funny. I was shocked when I heard of it. I was like, what's think Buari consigned basketball? Like, seriously. I was just like, what happened? Though this son Dedare, this minister of sports, mm-hmm. in fact, all of them, and Solomon Dalong, and I've forgotten the other ones, Kao J. They have always wanted to control anything that's not football. They always want to put chukai into everything. They know they can't try it with football. Especially an FF. Because if it happens, and Nigeria you not know, qualify for the work. Or no not even qualify for the work. What do you mean they can't try it
0: with football? They did it now. No, Abacha did no, 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 it now. No, 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 no. Abacha Sandra, Abacha pulled us out of Abacha FNF. pulled us out of international football for years. Oof. Abacha. Yes now. And since after that, have they tried it? They've not tried it again, but you said they can't try yeah, it. I'm telling you that they have done it before.
1: Yeah, they have done it before, I agree. But they won't try it again. Okay, Because we know what we went through during that time. We went, we went through a lot now. We were blacked out of football. And Nigeria was where we were at it at that point. So they won't try it again. But you're forgetting that Jonathan tried to do it in
0: 2010.
1: Did he succeed?
0: Yeah, because FIFA, FIFA, FIFA threatened him now.
1: The Nigerians are lying to succeed. FIFA
0: the threatened FIFA him. to succeed. <laughs> okay. Is what so, talking so you're about. saying, you're, what, what are you saying uh, about this one? You're saying it's because they don't rate basketball. That's why they're doing it. That
1: is it. It's basketball, chess, scrabble, uh, which mention it. it is not football. All right. We've got Shaday
0: Nikeja hey, on the line. Hey, Hi, Shade.
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm all right. Welcome.
1: So, you ask many questions, man. That part of the answer is no, no greed, <laughs> silliness, and no. <laughs> just filling the blank on all of them like that. <laughs> see, when I heard today, I was like, "Lord, is this is this where we are? Where we've reached?" Because see, for me, I put the ball, the problem, right at Sunday guy's foot. Because it's like his faction is the one that should be okay. I, I'm partial, but I just feel like his faction. She belongs to step down, but that's another story for another day. Because for me, this decision is not a good one, in any way you want to look at it. Because I don't think it's going to make a difference. See, after two years, they're still going to accept they remove both current factions and tell them not to do anything with basketball for, for like maybe another five years. And then they get new people to contest. That then we might be able to see, okay, something positive come out of this two year ban, which I'm still hoping that tomorrow I wake up and they be like, oh, they reversed it this. So, you know we like to reverse things. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that will still happen. Hmm. But, cut from that, if it's still these same two guys that you want them to resolve, can I be able to resolve it for how many years? You know, I, And have you heard them speak? Maybe that's why I picked one of them, the one that knows how to speak better English. I'm like, oh, I like you. I like your call. Maybe that's <laughs> I can't remember his name now. But they all sound like, you know, they're on the right side. Which is why I know that both of them can never find, like, solution as long as both chair, chairmen, or whatever they call them, are at that point. So if, if, if we're going to go through with this, they should make sure both of them, like, they are banned. They are also banned for another five years. That cannot contest for anything. And we bring in new blood into the NDPF. Mm. That's my
0: thing. Shade, thanks for calling. All a pleasure to hear from you. 99.3, hello. Hi, Sandra. How are you doing?
2: very good and you
0: do you think this is a good idea a good move you know
2: honestly speaking it is not what's your name joe baba welcome and uh, permit me to say good afternoon to makari modi mr makari modi i'm sure if listening, listen i'm you'll be eager to also call into this uh, fantastic topic you brought in sandra i want to also salute your you know understanding in this topic that you brought in that last call, i was just laughing see whatever when um, um, Mr. Sundi the Minister, President, Minister, have advised our putting on the table for the President to do this, it is not a very good move at all. I mean, you just said it all. The the Tigers, the tigers are enjoying the best, you know, fame. And um, the title to back it up, both in Africa. I mean, look at the, the Tigers, the women, going to the World Cup, performing very well, the best in um, Africa. The last time I could remember in the Olympics, mm-hmm. now you are now banning them. My own, you know, solution should have been Amadu the the one, the uh, the uh, sports ministry is supporting, mm. and the other faction, which mm. I I can't remember the name of the president mm. now. You mm-hmm. should they should have told both of them to leave that office, and to uh, then uh, an election should come up. Then uh, somebody should be elected. I mean, sports ministers, they have that you know, power to burn two of them away. is The dragging is just too much. I mean, I remember uh Colonel Samamedu in his own time and he's just going and going, but nevertheless, the, 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 the gladiators, the players are doing very well. I mean, we, we, we won't defend our fever competition now. The, the ones that we've qualified for we will not be going and president is just taking this decision. I regretted what Abacha did in 1996, 1998. Because if, if, Super sorry for digressing. If Super Good has gone from 1994 winning in Tunisia mm-hmm. to South Africa mm-hmm. to uh, Burkina Faso 98 you mm-hmm. will have won the, the one uh, South Africa won too. Yeah. So it's a, it's a rash decision. Rash decision, by he says. The, 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 the president.
0: Chubaba, thank you very much for calling Lagos. If you just tuned in, hello to you. We're talking about uh, Nigeria. Pulling out of international basketball for the next two years. Well, Nigeria didn't do it. The president did it. President Bahari has pulled Nigeria out of international basketball for the next two years. He says that this decision is because of an eight-year crisis in the administration of basketball. Uh, which the sports ministry could not resolve. So many analysts and journalists and fans are looking at the government statement and they are like, this is puzzling. This is so puzzling. This is so puzzling because the government says they will set up uh, an interim management committee to run basketball in the country. They're going to use this two-year self-imposed exile to set up the IMC, settle the disputes between the two factions that are in the MBBF. But while that is happening, Nigerian basketball players, Nigerian basketball teams, Nigerian basketball fans will see our teams sit out of global action for two years Imapuyan has had two years men's world cup qualifying women's world cup, commonwealth games afro basket men's world cup, basketball africa league rivers hoppers are currently the champions of that they won't even be able to crown the next champions sorry hoopers no hoppers, I don't know why I keep calling them hoppers hoopers so, I, I'm, I'm still asking, like, is this the way? Is, is this the answer? Especially when you think about the fact that we're actually violating charters that we signed up to. Do you know we're doing that? Must the players and fans suffer while they're trying to resolve their crisis of NBBF? Could they, have not, would they not have set up the IMC and still be in international competitions? Why do the players and the fans have to suffer? And, and the suffering, suffering may be long term. Because remember that I that told you that Nigeria, Nigeria is at risk, at risk of being banned, of banned by, FIBA. by FIBA. FIBA. FIBA is the FIFA of basketball. We're at risk, risk of being banned by FIBA. By FIBA. FIBA, FIBA, charter FIBA charter says FIBA member federations, federations should not accept government, government interference. interference. Here, we have a government ordering the federation to pull out of international competition. This is a charter they voluntarily signed. So, that's an answer for people who will come and tell me, oh, governments are supreme. They voluntarily agreed to abide by the rules of FIBA when they signed the FIBA charter. One of the rules is, don't let government interfere. Another rule is... A member federation must take part in all tournaments it is eligible for. So this voluntary pullout out uh, violation. Every time I say pull-out, I want to laugh. Now, these factions that we have, what are they gaining by letting this dispute get to this point? Like I said, it's been going on for about eight years. Let's take a break. We'll keep talking when we come back. I'm Sandra Ezekweseli. This is Hard Facts So 99.3 Nigeria Info. You're listening to The Big Three, Global Edition. We're, we're looking at international stories every Friday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Don't go away.
1: You are listening to your number one station for talk. 99.3
2: Nigeria Info.
0: 99.3 Samita Kaushik. Today, Honorable Judges, my moderator, timekeeper, my fellow co-debator, my name is Samita Kaushik, I'm 13 years old. In March, it was Ruth Okorocha. That's the moderator, 100 bad educators, co
1: debater viewers, and listeners. I'm Ruth Okorocha, I'm in five suits of Kingswick College.
0: Who will it be in May? Due to the economic situation of our country, individuals will to migrate to other countries in search of greener pastures. The, the I beg to differ debate element is back. On May 9th,
1: 1862 data breaches were recorded, or tripling the amount of data breaches in recent years.
0: 16 new debaters. Response of capital invested in the subsidized public education. 17 new debate topics. How can you say you are punishing me and it's helping me? How? It's not a punishment. And on Children's Day, we'll do what we usually do. And end it with one winner, one, one million naira and catch all the action mondays to thursdays at 4pm on hard facts on 99.3 nigeria info for partnership and sponsorship opportunities send an email to i beg to differ at nigeria info again i beg to differ at nigeria info this
1: is digital life of the Bureau is to implement the Nigeria Data Protection Regulation. How do you ensure that third-party places that are not the individuals who register cannot access that information? Somebody going out to take a loan uh, from a company and then you don't read the, the details. Inventors and inventions. John, Emmanuel says you designed the phone you're using at the moment. Is that true?
2: Yes, that's true. I designed the
1: phone called Me40 Pro. It has gigabyte internal memory mm. and in 12 gb RAM. Wow. And data. And
3: there are some applications, when you are making use of them, they will tell you, for permission, access to your phone. Some of these applications actually record your voice conversations. <laughs> it's also part of their terms and conditions.
1: Join us on Digital Life every Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon, only on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk.
0: Young lady, finish up your breakfast. We're almost late. I still need to drop you off at school before heading out to work.
2: If I don't head out soon, I'm going to miss the staff boss.
0: No breakfast for you. But mom said that it's the most important meal of the day. Yes, it is. And that's why I have packed tasty, nutritious sandwiches made with Blue band, Guaranteed to keep us physically and mentally alert. High five, mom. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you are the best.
2: I know. Start off your day with a tasty and nourishing breakfast with Blue Band, enriched with vitamins A, D, B6, B12, niacin, and folic acid. A great future starts with a nutritious breakfast with Blue Band. Grow their success day by day. Lagos, Nigeria. Something big is coming for you. On the beginning of May 2000. An unforgettable evening of praise and worship at BJ Sack Live happening at crow Hotel and Suite. Featuring Tossie B, Moses Breeze, Tonsio Yacob, Chico Z. Wisdom, Messi me. For bookings and reservations, call 00-5898-2828 and 081-3258-8595. See you there. Many people are in business, but not everyone means business. The people who mean business never say no to money, cash, card or transfer. These ones grab business opportunities with their full chest. (laughs) Keep an eye on things that matter like people, cash flow and how it all adds up. They do not only know their onions, they know their numbers. They mean business. With number, you mean business. Visit www.number.com, that is N-O-M-B-A, number.com to get started.
0: Sandra this is the big three global edition we're bringing you some of the biggest stories that broke this week all over the world and one of the global stories is a nigerian story But well, let me take you to sri lanka where something phenomenal happened their prime minister has resigned in response to nationwide protests that's our second story Mahinda Rajapaska has submitted his resignation letter to President Gotabaya Rajapaska, his younger brother, earlier this week. I've talked about this before with you, you know, why Sri Lankas are protesting. They've been on the streets for weeks because of rising food prices, rising fuel prices and reduced power supply. And the reduction in power supply that we're talking about is like 12 hours a day from, you know, 24 hours a day of power or a few hours like, you know, they'll have like 20 hours and they won't have four hours. So, yeah, that's why they're protesting. A couple of weeks ago, I told you that all the ministers had resigned because of the people's anger. But that wasn't enough for the protesters. They stayed on the streets and now the prime minister has resigned. But the protesters are insisting that even this is not enough. They say that they want the president to join his brother and resign. By the way, I want you to notice something. We're not hearing anyone in Sri Lanka saying that the protesters should be shot because they're trying to bring down the government. I mean, these protesters are literally demanding the resignation of the president, the prime minister, all the ministers. And they have all resigned now, by the way, except the president. But this is not being talked about like treason. On the other hand, we have seen protesters being attacked. Thugs have attacked protesters um, there in Sri Lanka in a bid to try to paint the protesters as violent. But the protesters have defended themselves and they've remained on the street. And this all brings me back to something we talk about a lot here on Big Three Global. Protest culture. Maybe this should be a debate topic on I Beg to Differ. I should make a note of it. Seriously, protest culture. We talk about protest culture because we see these types of protests in so many countries. And we also see that in some of those countries, government bows to the protesters' demands. But in other cases, government cracks down hard. And I wonder what you think the factors are behind the differences. What do you think the factors behind the differences are? Why are people in some countries more likely to put pressure on government through protests than others? Why are some governments more likely to yield to the voice of protesters than others? 0700993993993. 0700993993993. That's for men. Women call me on 01465-7190. You can still talk to me about President Buhari pulling Nigeria out of international uh, basketball for the next two years. You can send us messages via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello, thanks for calling us. Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your name?
2: This is Mr. Frank from the well, Vice President of Asphalt. Welcome. Yes, And Sandra, I like the way you end that story. That they have been on the street for some weeks, other one week or there about. More
0: than more than two, they've been on the streets for a while.
2: heard. Uh-huh. and nobody shoot them or nobody shot them. So we both said it, and now. One of the ministers has resigned.
0: Is it not true? All the ministers have resigned, and the prime minister has also resigned.
2: And resigned? Mm. Uh-huh. Did you know the reason why? Why? Did you know the reason why, if Nigerians, after their education here, as in, in their secondary uh, university levels here, yeah, they will go to abroad to do their masters? Because they want to go there and learn. Here is not an English uh, country. That is why education is very, very good in our lives. And in this country, education is very, very good. Look at the people that is educated. How they do their thing. The people that can read and write. Look at the way they do their thing. Congratulations to them. Now for the basket. Are you hearing me? I'm hearing you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't have much to say because today now is May 13, uh, quarter quarter May 29, the other day, another day. There we go. That's exactly one year today. So, what we need to do now is this everybody should join the hand. Let this people and the entire family go. Because if you do a mistake and put these people back or any atom of them back, they will continue from where their brother stop, stop. That is all we need to do because we have suffered. And anybody that he is happy, so vote for them. Let us sweep these people, use that in their bloom and sweep them all away. I have a fresh air.
0: That is the only solution. All right, Frank, sorry about that. Thanks for calling, though. By the way, the president uh, in Sri Lanka has appointed an, an opposition politician as the new uh, prime minister. His name is uh, Ranil Wickremesinghe. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. But yes, that's the new prime minister um, in Sri Lanka. And even though this is happening, protests are still continuing. People have died. More than 300 people have been injured. But people are still on the streets protesting. And that's why I'm asking, why are people in some countries more likely to put pressure on government through protests than others? And why are some governments more likely to yield to the, to the voice of protesters than others? What are the factors behind that uh, phenomenon, if you like? 99.3, hello. Hello.
3: Hey, Sandra.
0: Good to have you on the show, sir. Is that Kevin?
3: Yes, to God be the glory.
0: Welcome, go ahead.
3: <laughs> um, you see, democracy, one of the ingredients of democracy mm. is protest. And um, the government, especially in Africa, they always snub or ignore protest.
0: So are we not and democratic here?
3: That is why our democracy... Has not been fine tuned. We have not done yet. And that is why this is continuing. You talked about a man um, appointing an opposition party member in mm. his cabinet. Mm-hmm. It can hardly happen here. I don't think it has happened before. But I've seen in other advanced democracies, like for example, Robert Gates was a Republican, mm. but he worked Obama, mm-hmm. and they worked well. Mm-hmm. So you see, African democracy. We are not yet there. I don't know where we are going to be there. Some people keep calling it nasty democracy. How long? Some people keep giving me examples. Say, this one democracy has been two hundred years. This one is one some years. They up from somewhere. We have not even started at all. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a long way to go to nurture our democracy. There's no how you will not protect democracy. If you don't have protect democracy, there's no sense of democracy. There's no sense then. Let us go back to dictatorship. So I congratulate the people who have been following it. International media mm. and news, I saw the way they were, you know, resilient, mm. keep protesting and doing all that. Mm. So to them, but I think they still have a long way to go. If I remember Sri Lanka very well, one of the fantastic things I remember about them is wiping away the, ha- the terrorists in our country. Mm-hmm. They death massively with those terrorists, mm-hmm. and that today I don't think there's anything like terrorism in that country. Mm-hmm. So I wish them well. They should go on. On your first story, I think history is repeating itself again, sadly. And um, after what went through during the military era, when we had a fantastic team that would have won the Nations Club back to back, mm-hmm. and all that was truncated because of one man's decision. It is not happening. Everything we have in Nigeria must always have factions. Do you know that the Supporters Club of Nigeria has factions? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you don't know, <laughs> and that is why it's sad that we are continuing like this all the time. We keep doing the same thing, the which about S time, you know, they're not defined as insanity. Mm. So for me. Let us get our act together. We cannot continue to do it like this. Let us know why all this thing we are doing. Look at the supporters club in England. You need, uh, England, all those clubs you see in Europe, they mm-hmm. so don't have any supporters club in England. Mm-hmm. England, uh, England National Supporters Club or mm-hmm. uh, Brazil National Support. They don't have. Mm-hmm. It's only in Africa and Nigeria we should do Nigerian supporters clubs.
0: Yeah, now, so you can travel now. How, yeah, I don't how, mind else, them. how, how else will you travel? <laughs> I guess, Sandra. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Kevin, for calling. Let me bring you our third story because I have about five minutes before you'll be me out of the studio. I actually have about three minutes but yeah Elon Musk's plan to buy Twitter is on hold that's our third story he is the world's richest man and he put together a 44 billion dollar deal to buy Twitter at first the shareholders were resisting the offer but eventually they accepted in principle after that we saw more investors join Musk in the bid including uh, Oracle founder Larry Ellison Uh, Saudi Prince Al-Waleed. Well, those are the ones I can remember right now. But today, Musk announced on Twitter that the Twitter deal was on hold. He was responding to a report from Twitter that fake accounts comprise less than 5% of its users. And Musk said, quote... Twitter deal temporarily on hold pending details supporting calculation that spam slash fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users, end quote. (laughs) So Musk is saying that he has doubts over whether the fake account figure is really that low. And he will not go ahead with the deal until he gets more details. Now, of course, um, Musk has previously said that one of his plans as Twitter owner would be to ensure that all users are authenticated to be real human beings. But a lot of commentators are saying that they doubt Elon Musk's doubt. What I mean by that is, they don't think this report on fake accounts is the real reason that he's posing the deal. Instead, instead they point to Tesla's stock price. Tesla is uh, Musk's electric vehicle company. His Tesla stock is the biggest um, uh, contributor to his current net worth. And not just that, under the terms of the Twitter deal, he would be buying Twitter stock with Tesla stock. But in the last few days, Tesla stock has been falling and falling and falling. Over the last month, Tesla's, uh, Tesla stock um, has lost 25% of its value. And that means that if this deal goes through, Musk would need to use more of his Tesla stock to buy Twitter, losing more control of the car company as well as revenue. So some analysts think that Musk wants to wait until the current US stock market uh, crisis passes and his stock uh, and his stock rises again before he um, you know, tries to purchase Twitter again. If you are a stockbroker or you're buying, you know, shares abroad or you're in crypto, etc., etc., you see what's happening like in the financial market. Now, of course, Twitter is not the um, most profitable company in the world, so it makes sense for a man like Musk to ask, okay, well, why am I selling stock in a profitable company to buy an unprofitable or unprofitable one? Because we already know that Musk is worried about how Twitter makes money. He has suggested that he will start making a lot of the users start paying to tweet, maybe something like $3 a month. In fact, I even know, I I, I, I wish I had time, but I would love to know what you think about that. Would you pay 1,800 naira a month to use Twitter? Would you do that? I wish we had time, but we don't. Maybe I'll, I'll revisit the topic next week, um, Friday. Who knows? Maybe by then something else has happened and he won't buy it at all. Or he will say, okay, fine. I've made up my mind. I'm going to buy it. But in any case, I have to go. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show. Uh, Ayobé will be here to bring you ideas. Uh, there's always so much fun stuff to talk about on ideas. Today she's going to focus on the resignation of Nigeria's ministers. So be here for that conversation. Be here for Public Square at um, 4 o'clock as well. I'm S. Ezekwesili. Sandra Ezekwesili on social media. Those were Hard Facts. Lagos. good night. <coughs>
1: Join the conversation no matter where you are. 99.3 Nigeria Info. We are more than just radio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Nigeria Info FM. Check us out on Facebook at Nigeria Info 99.3. Follow us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM and on Instagram at Nigeria Info FM Lagos for live updates as it happens. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's
2: talk.